Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days on the podcast. I should have a little more hop in my step, but unfortunately, I'm still physically ill after that Arkansas game. So let's recap the winning card for Wednesday. In college football, we played Duke and Central Florida under the 31 in the first half. When in doubt, play the first half under. It worked out for us. We cashed that ticket. Then we played Arkansas, minus the two and a half. They had a 25-point lead. They ran for 394 yards on the ground. All they had to do was recover an onside kick. They couldn't do it. Then they couldn't stop Kansas. Ultimately, they win the game by two. I lose by a half a point, and I'm not happy about it. Then we played North Carolina, plus the 13. I thought Mac Brown deserved a better fate on Wednesday night. They lose the game by one. I easily cashed the ticket, so no complaints for me anyway. Then I back Lane Kiffin, an old miss. I'm glad their season's over. I don't want to have to bet on them again, and I'm starting to wonder if the SEC is not as good as I thought. Yeah, they're not looking the best in the bowl games anyway. I lose the ticket on the Rebels. Then in college basketball, I back Kentucky, minus the two and a half, and they lose at Missouri. But we run the table with the rest of our college basketball picks. We cash on Temple, plus the two. We cash on Davidson and the Pickham. We cash on Alabama, minus the two at Mississippi State. Then on Twitter, thank you for the votes, and thank you for back in Alabama. We cash the ticket there for another unit. You add it all together, we make $245.46. So before we get to the picks for Thursday, don't forget to join Better Edge. It is our Battle Royale. It starts Thursday night, and it's a very attractive line on the Cowboys at nine and a half if you want it. That's out there anyway on Better Edge. So now let's get to the card for Thursday, and we start in the National Football League. It is the Dallas Cowboys at the Tennessee Titans, and I almost forgot they were playing this game. 12 and a half is a big number, even against a depleted Titans team looking ahead to Jacksonville next week with the division on the line. So I'd like to submit my request, actually, for a running clock in the first half. I think it's a good idea. I think this game might resemble a preseason game to begin with. Both teams just want to get in and out of this game without any injuries. So cue the music. When in doubt, play the first half under. I'm on the under 20 and a half in the first 30 minutes of football between the Cowboys and and the Titans. Next up, we got a college football, three bowl games in the docket, and we start with the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. It is Minnesota and Syracuse. That's going to be a great day for football in the Bronx. 48 degrees expected at kickoff. The Golden Gophers are eight and four on the season, winners of four of their last five, and the big storyline has been the defense. They're giving up just 13.3 points per game. That's third best in the country, by the way. Syracuse, on the other hand, well, they won six straight to start the season before the schedule and injuries, unfortunately, caught up to them. Then they lost five consecutive games before finishing with a nine-point win at Boston College. The QB situation for Minnesota is up in the air. Tanner Morgan may or may not be back for this game and get a little playing time. They have a great ground game with Moe. Hopefully, they're going to eat a ton of clock in the first half because you know where I'm going to go. I'm not going to lay 11. So when in doubt, play the first half under. It's Minnesota and Syracuse under the 22. Next up, we go to the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. It is Florida State minus the nine and a half over Oklahoma. So Florida State has been really good to me this year. 
Mike Norvell has the only team in the country ranked in the top 10 in yards per play on both offense and defense. That's good balance there. The Seminoles are targeting their first 10-win season since 2016. Florida State has won five straight, and they have six wins this year by 25 or more, so they can be dominant. Add in the fact that Oklahoma has actually won the last six meetings against the Seminoles. That gives a little extra motivation for Florida State. The Sooners are 6-6 six and six this year for a reason. They were short on talent, and now they're short-handed for this game today. The Sooners have four losses this year by seven or less, but I don't see them having that type of success in this one. Get ready to hear the war chant over and over and over. Florida State, minus the nine and a half over Oklahoma is the play for me. Next up, we go to the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. It is Washington and Texas over 67 and a half points. So I flip-flopped several times in this game. I wanted to go, when in doubt, play the first half under, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it with these two teams. Texas will be without their top two running backs, but they still have no shortage of weapons. Washington averaged over 40 points per game. Texas averaged over 35. These defenses had their moments, but the Huskies allowed 40 to UCLA, 45 to Arizona State, 39 to Arizona, 34 to Oregon, and 33 to Washington State. I don't think Texas is going to have a problem scoring tonight. Meanwhile, Texas gave up 37 to Texas Tech, 41 to Oklahoma State. Get the popcorn ready. I expect points tonight. It's rare for me, but I'm going to play an over with Washington and Texas over the 67 and a half points at the Alamo Bowl. Next up, we got a college basketball, four games on the docket, and it's finally time. I posted it on Twitter over a month ago, I think. It's my mid-major conference tournament revenge tour. It starts on Thursday in the Atlantic Sun. I'm on Liberty, minus the eight at Bellarmine. So I identified 23 mid-major revenge spots based on conference tournament results from last year. Once again, I'm not a great X and O handicapper. I just know if somebody took my dream away of reaching the big dance, the NCAA tournament, I would have a couple extra buckets of motivation the first time I face that team the following year. That's my angle with these plays anyway. Liberty was the three-time defending champs. They were the top seed, and Bellarmine upset them 53-50 in the ASEAN semis last year. So I'm going to back the Flames of Liberty, minus the eight, on the road to open the conference play. Once again, I'm on Liberty, minus the eight. Next up, we go to the Big East. It is Butler, minus one over Providence. So Ed Cooley is must-see TV at Providence. The Friars have won five straight, including a perfect 2-0 start so far in the Big East. They won by four at Seton Hall, and then they won by five in double overtime over Marquette. Providence is 10-3 and on the season with respectable losses to Miami, St. Louis, and TCU. Meanwhile, Butler is 8-5 and for Thad Mata in his first year, a rough 0-2 start in the Big East, a 22-point loss to UConn, and then a 22-point loss at Creighton. Now, they get the defending conference champions in Game 3. That's a tough draw to start the year, by the way. Not sure what to expect, but 0-2 teams at home tend to interest me. The Bulldogs need to rebound the basketball. That's what I keep reading. Rebound, rebound, rebound. I'm going to take Butler minus the one at home. I think they can rebound. It's Butler over Providence for me. Next up, we go to the Horizon League. It is Oakland minus the one and a half over Milwaukee. So here's another one. 
Milwaukee is 2-0 in the horizon. Oakland is 0-2. I'm just a sucker for these 0-2 teams at home, I guess. Oakland has played the 55th ranked schedule in the country. Milwaukee has played the 304th ranked schedule in the country. Milwaukee's two conference wins have been over IUPUI and Green Bay, ranked 351st and 357th, respectively, in all of Division I basketball. Oakland's not good. They're just 2-11 on the year. Not a good start for Greg Campy, but they improved in each of their last three games against Syracuse, Boise State, and Michigan State. The Golden Grizzlies have lost eight consecutive games. Their last win was on November the 19th over Eastern Michigan. That was also their last home game. Kind of interesting there. Oakland was projected fourth in the horizon, Milwaukee ninth before the season. Let's see what happens tonight. I'm going to back a 2-11 team on an eight-game losing streak. Minus one and a half. Good luck to me. I'm on the Golden Grizz. Minus the one and a half over Milwaukee. Then the final game on your card is Queens University. Minus the six over Austin P. So I'm still undefeated betting on Queens. And tonight is special for the Royals. It's their first ever conference game. Queens is 10 and 3, 6 and 0 at home. Austin P is 6 and 7. They've played the tougher schedule. They have a win at South Florida, which is impressive. They have a couple one-point losses, good games against Howard and Western Kentucky. This is also their first A Sun Conference game as Austin P moved over from the OVC. I've said a couple times this year that Queens can shoot. They've hit 10 or more threes in 5 games so far this season. And here's a did you know for you? Queens is 205 and 50 over the last eight seasons. That's the best winning percentage in the state of North Carolina. That's better than Duke and better than North Carolina even. Six might be a little much, but this is my team. I'm laying the six with the Royals of Queens University over Austin P. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. In the National Football League, we're on the Cowboys and the Titans under 20 and a half in the first 30 minutes. In the pinstripe bowl, we're on Minnesota and Syracuse under the 22 in the first half. In the Cheez-It Bowl, we're on Florida State minus the nine and a half over Oklahoma. In the Alamo Bowl, I'm actually cheering for points for once. It's Washington and Texas over the 67 and a half. In college basketball, in the Atlantic Sun, it's our mid-major conference tournament revenge tour. It's Liberty minus the eight over Bellarmine. Then in the Big East, we're on Butler, minus the one over Providence. In the Horizon League, we're on Oakland, minus the one and a half over Milwaukee. And then in the Atlantic Sun, we're on Queens University, minus the six over Austin P. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.